The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey everybody, welcome to Intimate Knowledge. I'm Brooke Burke. And I'm Sex and Intimacy Coach Leela DeVille. Megan is at home being full-time mommy on her own, and so I want to send her some love and support. She's going through a lot. She's hanging in there. She's getting through it, but I know this is a really, really challenging time for all of us. Um, We want you to know that we're here for you and we're making our best efforts to stay connected via Skype so that we can keep talking, keep communicating, keep Mm -hmm. learning, keep discovering. And, um, you know, right now this is the new norm and we know it's going to pass, but we are finding so many interesting ways to um, deepen our own practices of feel good and intimacy and sensuality and um, Leela, I'm, I'm loving what you're doing on the gram too. So I'm excited about this episode because Jaya is going to be joining us. And I've been you know, slightly fascinated by this whole erotic blueprint concept. Mm-hmm. And you, you might do a better job than I will of, of um, figuring it out. But, okay. you know, she's, yeah. she's, um, she, she's actually often mistaken for a, a sex therapist, but she's actually a sexologist and her mission is to mm-hmm. help people gain access to their erotic ecstasy. And, you know, right now in this downtime, in this time of self-quarantine, if you're doing it with a partner, it's an amazing opportunity to deepen your dialogue and to learn and to experiment. And, you know, what I love about about her is she's, she's actually committed to shifting the cultural view of sexuality from being something that's bad to something that's a celebration. And I mm-hmm. took the... Um, I took the survey with my boyfriend in bed this morning and it was really eye-opening. I mean, what do you think about her whole concept? Oh, I love Jaya's body of work Um, and she's going to talk a lot about it, I'm sure. But it it really is a system to, um, it's, I guess it's like how to optimize where you, uh, how you express yourself sexually. So like when you think about like human design, I don't know if you're familiar with that or astrology, um, you kind of, it's not about defining yourself necessarily. It's about locating yourself and where you fit within this system um, so that you can expand out and explore all the possibilities. And I know Jaya is all about, um, what is possible um, erotically. So exploring what is erotically possible. She's amazing. I love her. And um, yeah, I don't want people to get caught up on like the definition of what they are necessarily because it shifts. Like I've done sexualities. We're not just one thing all the time. Um, So it's a really good system to kind of map that. Um, And I can't wait to hear more about what Jaya, and and especially in this time, as you like look at the different types and how the different types are responding sexually in this time of Corona. Um, Yeah, Yeah. she's she's great. Let's let's chat with her. And if people can really think about too, just the concept of like the freedom to be me and allowing yourself that freedom Mm. and that permission to change and to grow. And, And I mean, I think the goal for all of this too is just to better understand um, our preferences, our, and our desires. And I, exactly. I wanted to ask you too, because it seemed very, 
not, I don't want to say similar, but a lot of people are familiar with the um, love languages, the five love yes. languages, that book. Yeah. So this is sort of, in, in my interpretation, sort of um, the love language to um, sexual pleasure and ecstasy as well. So a similar type of um, a breakdown of getting our needs met. It, exactly. But it also gives strategies for how to approach your partner who may be a very different type to you, still very compatible, but a different type for you, how to approach them, how to honor them. Um, and uh, it really crashes like any kind of like stereotypes, because I know that, you know, not all men are sexual. They can be energetic or, you know, um, so it's it's really well, expensive. I'm totally, I'm and don't totally get stuck on what you are. But yeah. Yeah, let's Skype her in. Let's get right into it. Let's get her. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Jaya. Hi, nice to meet both of you. Nice to meet you too, Where are you? I'm in my office. Well, thanks in for California. No, I used to be in LA, but now I'm in Boulder, Colorado. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Now you're holding up during these challenging times. 
Oh, I do really well. I used to be a firefighter and like first responder and all this. So like I get like that hero, you know, like how can I go in? How can I help people? How can I I do pretty well with that? I am wanting more touch though. I am missing touch. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in a relationship or are you single? I am. I'm in a relationship, but he's been a little sick and we were worried. So he's been quarantined in our house. <laughs> to uh, oh, really? Okay. Well, that's good. So I'm in a time new relationship as well. And it's, it's an interesting time because we um, have joint custody. So we're, we're together like half the time, um, which is really intense because we're sort of in a good way. And I, I, I don't want to downplay the seriousness and I have compassion for everybody that's struggling right now, but in a good way, I'm kind of loving the connection that we're having at home and the 24 seven and that we've slowed way down and we are exploring new things and upping our intimacy awesome. and really kind of having a blast while so many of our friends that are married are climbing the walls and are going bananas. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of challenge. There's a lot of reality. There's a lot of funny moments in all of this. Um, in fact, I wanted to tell you that we both took your erotic survey this morning together <laughs> side by side on our phones. Um, and I'm super fascinated about it. So I wanted to hear from you cause you're going to do the best job explaining this whole concept to our, our users. And I, with so many questions and, and so many things to talk about. And, and I know Leela is pretty familiar too, with what you're doing. And, um, it's, I, I mean, it's what, what a concept of having an opportunity to get to know, oh. um, you know, the, the deeper desires of our own erotic dreams and fantasies and connection, right? Yep. Yeah. And getting our daily O vitamins because mm-hmm. we need our orgasm vitamins every day. They're just oh, as like good as that. Or- I have not heard that term. <laughs> yeah. I call them P orgasm. I call them P um, nutrients, pleasure nutrients. Pleasure oh. nutrients. Oh, I like yeah. that. I never yeah. thought of it like that, but I, I do understand myself enough as a woman where I know if I'm in a funky space or just, I don't know, irritated or struggling. I mean, I'll even like have my own alone time and it just resets me and I'm like, I'm in a way better mood. <laughs> I'm like ready to tackle the day. So the O vitamins. Okay, girl. I love that. Yeah. So if you think about it biochemically, it's, you're getting all of the hormones going and our, our sex hormones or our youth hormones. You're getting that in that boost immune system. There's all kinds of studies on that. I can talk about all that. Love it. All right. Well, let's do it. So just like break it down for, for our, our listeners. Absolutely. So right now I feel like the pleasure is incredibly important and self-touch is incredibly important. Like getting your skin touched, discovering how to know yourself. So top three things in times of coronavirus, knowing your own self and knowing how your own self is pleased and pleasured using that information then to become more, alive in your eroticism and get your daily O vitamin and get your daily pleasure shot. We call it pleasure first. So we're like our pleasure first practice, but you can't do it from, from the place that isn't going to feed you. So I think that that's a really important thing because we think, Oh, like these sex tips and all the stuff that's out there. Believe me, I was like the queen of sex tips. I taught them all the time, but it wasn't working in my own relationship. It wasn't working for my own life. And I had to rethink, well, how are we wired erotically? And that every single person is different. And that's where the erotic blueprints stemmed out of. And so this understanding of who are we as an erotic being, and then feeding ourselves in that eroticism, whether you're mm-hmm. single or you're with a partner. And then the third piece is when you, when you are with a partner, being able to, during this time, really drop into, do I need space? Do I need connection? Do, what do I need? And being able to communicate it very clearly from our bodies, not from here, really get into what is my body saying? What's showing up here? What's the raw experience that's showing up here? And then how can I take what my body's craving and then communicate that effectively so that I actually get what I need and what I want mm-hmm. to inspire from that? Yeah, I love what I you're saying, to- Jaya. It's, um, it's really interesting. Like I'm really aware that I'm a sex and intimacy coach. So I have so many pleasure practices and I'm really oriented towards pleasure all the time. But I know in times like this, you know, with so much uncertainty and so much that is unknown, a lot of people's nervous systems are really activated. Um, and so there's the, the flight or flight and the stress and what, and what, everything that's um, carrying on within the body itself. And so I feel like almost that's the place to start is is um, 
is like the, the check-in and the tune-in piece first and maybe like sex and intimacy with your partner is almost secondary in terms of um like not to worry about that so much but just focusing on the the connection piece um and the communication piece first yeah one of the things you said you know with all the stress and our nervous systems feeling trauma in our systems or Mm -hmm. we don't know what's going to happen in our systems when we have that cortisol's high but if we get our O vitamin, we drop yeah. cortisol. But then exactly. the issue with it is that cortisol then decreases libido. So then you don't want to do pleasure. But like you yeah. said, if we can just tune into, okay, let me pause, take a breath. What does my body need? What do I need in this moment? And maybe that's a piece of chocolate. Or maybe that's like just, and then we all just took a breath and just put our hands on our bodies or fed ourselves in some way. It was a feather or just something so simple to lower that cortisol. And then another key thing, which sounds so counterintuitive, which is to actually let yourself imagine worst case scenarios and lean into them and feel them in your body. We mm. can try to go positive. And instead, if you actually feel like what's the worst thing that can happen and let yourself imagine it and go into it and feel how that feels in your body and scream and cry. And especially those of us who are in you know, female vulva bodies to scream and cry and moan, that can be your pleasure practice too. Being with what is instead of trying to push away or instead of trying to push our feelings down, when we allow all that emotion and we allow all that bigness we actually then yeah. create, mm-hmm. help our nervous systems to regulate. It sounds like you're really saying just to allow yourself to feel everything, uninhibitedly speaking, and just to open up whether it's good or bad. And, you know, I was going to ask you what you suggested in, in, as far as um, ways to really tune into ourselves, because this is such a challenging time during lockdown and when our social freedom has been taken away. And you know, just, I love what you said, just like slowing down and just feeling things, just kind of like dialing in and tuning in. Cause I, I feel like, you know, sensually speaking, I'm going to say sensually, I need that connection now and that escapism. Cause it kind of takes me out. Like I need to step out of reality a little bit more often. And that's a big release for me. And, um, that's sort of like my freedom moment with my partner right now. It's escapism. It's fulfilling. And it just, it gives me, he's giving me a lot of things that I really need to reset right now sexually. Do you know what your erotic blueprint is? Well, it's, yeah, well, I know what, what, <laughs> what you told me it was this morning. <laughs> what is it, Brooke? What do you think it is, Leela? Oh, I'm not going to get stuck. It was kinky. And, 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 <laughs> and, I mean, duh. But, I mean, what's funny was most of the questions were both. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was an interesting questionnaire. So and explain that to people who are listening to what, what that is and how they determine that. Um, let's not assume they know what, yes. what the, you know, what the there's survey was that we've taken. But I just, this ties into your question. So there's five different blueprints and it ties into your question. And it, because every single body is going to regulate differently. Like you, you talked about escapism and that's something within the kinky blueprint that can be important is for us to go into these spaces these other spaces where we can disconnect from what's going on, where we can, if you like to be more surrendered, it's like, I can just surrender and let go and be somewhere else and be in a different biochemical state than the spider flight or freeze that we're experiencing as a culture. And so the, the energetic is someone who likes space, anticipation, and tease. So all the energetic, you have friends who are like energetics, they're going to be like, ah, everybody's in my space. I don't have any space. So the way you can actually turn them on right now is to let them be in a room by themselves, quiet, and then that can be the turn on. That creates the yeah. longing. You want to create longing and, and yearning in the energetic. The sensual- I'm thinking about our, um, our co-host right now. She's not here because she has her kids with her right now and she wasn't able to be on the call. But um, I feeling, my feeling is she's an energetic and she's like, she's just, you know, underneath all of her kids 24-7 and she... And, but she's also online dating. So the anticipation of like the connection tease. with somebody, the tease, which is like, she's totally riding right now. And that's her, that's her like, yeah, her alivening space is that. So energetics might feel more turned on right now because they're like doing internet or like they can't see mm-hmm. their lover or like they're, so there's more turn on in all the space. Yeah. Whereas 
sensual, they're going to be like, I need cuddles. I need touch. Like, please hold me right now. There might be more emotion with essential. They need their space. Like if everybody's home messing up their temple, you know, their space, they need their space cleaned of clutter. So things you could do for essential to turn them on is just like make a sanctuary, make a space that's beautiful and gorgeous and they feel relaxed in and then cuddle, 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 smells and essentials right now if you're not taking showers and you've been living in your sweats because you're at home and no one sees you it's time to like beautify yourself anyway because you really is really important to this put on that silk dress yeah what are the the other two (laughs) so there there's three more um one is sexual so sexuals you're going to want to have a lot of sex right now libido goes up because it helps relax your nervous system so the sexual blueprint, if you're, if you're not with a partner, like self-pleasure, get out your vibrator, like play, do, have or, lots of orgasms right now because that will actually down-regulate your nervous system and have you feel much better just to have those releases. Then the, um, the kinky, which is what you mentioned you are, is play with surrender. Just completely. So what if you just surrender to the world right now and what's going on? Or what if you play with surrender? And kinkies are different. So some people are more psychological based. Some people are more sensation based. Some people are more dominant. Some people are more surrendered. So for somebody who's dominant and kinky right now, they may feel really out of control. So where in your sex life could you get control right now? Feel like you are under control with like your own orgasms or feel like you have control in some way so that you can take control. What parts of your life can you take control or what parts of your sex life can you surrender in? So those are just some fun ways. And this could be totally fun now that you're in the house 24 seven, because you could do little fun games like, okay, 24 seven, I own you and I own your orgasms and you're not allowed to have say. <laughs> She's or- speaking our language, Leela. <laughs> Twenty-four <laughs> seven, like you're you're in service to me, or you know, twenty-four seven, I'm dominating you, and you get to surrender, not think about anything, whatever that. And then the last one is someone who's all of these. They're going to want lots of variety. Make sure you have tons of variety. Like maybe one day take and do energetic, the next day take and do sensual for them, the next day sexual kinky. So if you're home with a partner, you could actually just take a week now while you're at home and just explore one blueprint each day and play with it if you have a shapeshifter partner. So those are the main things. What was your blueprint, Leela? Uh, you know, I'm a shapeshifter. Um, I've taken the quiz multiple times and I always get a slightly different result depending on where I'm at. Um, so right now I'm a shapeshifter, but I'm heavy in kink a little heavier in kink than the others. Um, but, you know, I've, I've taken it at different points and like previous to this, um, my last baby, I was definitely more on the energetic side. Um, and then I went full sexual <laughs> after him. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty balanced, I think, through all of them, but I'm definitely a, just slightly more on the kink right now. But I've really, I love your body of work, Jaya, um, so much. I haven't done it with my partner, but I can really see when you do it with your partner, just how you can, um, knowing what they are is just a new way to honor them and how, and learning how to really speak their language. Um, so I, I haven't done it with my partner, but I feel he's more energetic. And so just meeting him in the way and being generous enough and willing enough to really, um, yeah, speak to him in his energetic um, sexual self space. That's really interesting. I, I was going to ask you, Dre, how, what would you, you would suggest for couples who um, may have different sexual temperatures, so their blueprint may be vastly different. Um, what is the meeting mm-hmm. of the minds and how do people come together to allow each other to safely explore and to feel find comfort in their desires and their differences? That's a really great question. My partner and I have completely opposite. So like I'm, I'm zero kinky and he's zero sexual and my highest was sexual and his highest is kinky. So we're complete opposites. A big piece of it is the willingness to learn. It's just like language. So it's like, if I'm willing to learn kinky and learn his language and he's willing to learn my sexual, 
then it's not that we're incompatible. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, we're sexually incompatible. We're doomed. We're different. And it's not like that. It's just like you speak Spanish. I speak English. Let me learn some words in Spanish and I'll play with my new language. And so Mm -hmm. it comes down to willingness. That's the number one very first thing is, are you willing to play with and learn your partner's language? But first, I feel like the first thing is get yourself fed. Because if you're already starving because your partner hasn't been speaking, so like let's say with my sexual, for example, I felt unfulfilled because we weren't having a lot of sex. I wasn't having a lot of intercourse with, with him. And that's what I loved at the time. And then he felt unfulfilled because I wasn't feeding him at all in his kinky. He's a kinky who likes constriction. So he likes ropes and like being tied up and then played with that way. And I wasn't feeding him at all on that. I didn't even know that that's what he liked. And so once we both got fed in our own blueprints, meaning I was like, okay, let's do a challenge. 90 days of oral sex. We did 90 days straight of oral sex. (laughs) And I was so fulfilled in 90 days of oral sex that then we decided to do kink 40 days where I would be surrendered and 40 days where he would be surrendered. And we got so fed by doing these experiments and like playing and just like learning and being willing to mess up and totally do it wrong and, and just make mistakes. I think a lot of people think we have to have it figured out in sex and we forget to play and you don't have to have anything figured out. Now's a great time to just discover and learn more about your partner. That is such great advice. The willingness to be able to just fuck it up, screw it up, make mistakes. Cause I, I, I wanted to, you to speak a little bit to people who have, um, inhibitions, fear, shame about stepping out of their comfort zone and trying something that might not be their pleasure language. So it's amazing that you were able comfortably, um, to do those type of experiments with your partner when maybe it wasn't your thing. So how does someone find their comfort zone or get out of their comfort zone? And some of the people are just really embarrassed, restricted, stuck. Um, yeah, like someone who doesn't want to be tied up, for instance. Where like, do they begin? Right. Yeah, where they go. Yeah. So one thing is to just look at, is this a boundary or is this a resistance? So is this a clear no? Because it's okay to be a no. Like, I'm a no right now. I'm not doing that because I know that I'm clear that it's a no. There's, then there's the resistance. Well, if, if this is just fear or resistance, like I'm afraid what's going to happen or I'm afraid I'm going to mess up or I'm afraid I'm going to like it or I'm afraid. So the first exercise that I would give a couple, say this was coming up, one wanted to tie one up, the other one was resistant. Not a hard no, but a resistant. I dyad. So a dyad is just a communication back and forth. Tell me something that comes up for you when you think about being tied up. And then you get information. I'm really scared. I'm going to like it. (laughs) Tell me and just keep doing the same question. Tell me something that comes up for you when you think about being tied up. What if it's dangerous and it cuts off my blood circulation? What you're going to get in doing this for five, 10 minutes, one, they're going to empty their mind of their fears. And then you're going to get the information as your partner to actually address, oh, it's okay for you to feel pleasure here. Or, oh, you know what? I learned not to put the rope against this nerve here because it's going to cut off. I know enough. And you can address those fears. What you're setting up, so step one is get what the resistances and fears are. Step two, then set up a safe container. We call them sex labs. We actually have a name for it, our safe container. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a, it's like a, just like a lab, a science lab. It's like, okay, what's our hypothesis? Yeah. If I tie you up with ropes, you might like it. Um, <laughs> I will like it a lot. Tie you up with ropes. And then, you know, what do we need for the experiment? I get really, I'm super geeky about the whole thing. Like, I, what do we need? Oh, we need ropes. We, what's our checklist of things we want to explore? And how long are we going to do the experiment? Oh and my then God. in the experiment, so we can it up because now it's not about like we're having sex and it's got to be good or it's got to be like this certain thing it's just like okay we're going into an experiment let's see what happens okay isn't that one of the main things that really holds people where you don't really know where it's going but you're just trying out and moving slowly and introducing things rather than like thinking it has to be like the full out all the way um expression but i love the open dialogue and i think that's something Mm -hmm. where there's just not a lot of and that's that uncomfortable feeling once again, but to open that up, you know, it helps you get clear on 
what you're thinking and what's really happening, you know, what the fears are and what the reality is. So um, we are constantly encouraging people to just talk, communicate, you know, and yeah. I think exploration really starts there, right? And discovery, mm-hmm. self-discovery. One, one of the things, sorry, oh, go, go ahead, Jaya. One of the things that I think most couples and even when you're with yourself, you know, even if you're having sex with yourself, because we don't need a partner to have a sexual relationship and intimacy. But I think one of the things we're missing is a container. What's the container within which we are playing, exploring, Mm. celebrating, whatever it is, if even if it's just right now, we're home together with quarantine. What's the container? Yeah. What are the agreements? What are the agreements? Exactly. Like, are yeah. you going to have time alone? When do we get our alone time? Who's going to be with yeah. the kids? What and by does container do you mean? Like, what's your safe space? Yeah. Your what creates it so we're set up for success? And right. I, I like to do this before almost every time we have sex. Like, okay, well, what are we? Like, what's the container? What are the boundaries here? Even if you've been married for 40 years, people don't talk yeah. about, well, yeah. you know, tonight I don't want you to do X, Y, Z, but I'd love, I mean, a simple container yeah. is what's off the yeah. table, what's yeah. off, what you want. And well, then and the freedom to change, right? The freedom to want things that are, I'm going to share an experience I had last night and in in doing so, I'm going to try to maintain the integrity and privacy of my <laughs> my relationship. But I'm bringing this up because I, I think it's really important. Um, you know, so last night we had a little bit of a different sexual experience. And it was a little bit aggressive. It was a little rough. It felt a little bit dark. It didn't not feel safe because I feel very safe in my relationship. And I'm slightly into all that stuff anyway. But it was different. And it was unexpected. And it was a lot Um, and it was so intense that we both kind of like passed out afterwards and didn't really address it. And so I woke up this morning and I was like, wow. And it was almost like, it was almost like the experience of, we needed to kind of unpack it a little bit, you know, it needed to be discussed and and so, you know, we went into that and the dialogue, this is why I know the importance of, of deep dialogue and, and intimate conversations in a relationship. My, my fascination about the whole experience was I wanted to know what was going on in his head. I wanted to know what brought it on because I, the most important thing for me was that it was different and it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily good or bad. It was enjoyable, but it was different. And I was kind of on the fence where I, I wasn't quite sure if I loved it or if there was some resistance on my part. And we had an amazing, safe, connected conversation. And he kind of asked all the right questions too. And he was like, well, did you like it? And I thought to myself, I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't not like it, but <laughs> you know, I want, I'm curious what was going on in your head. And I said to him, I said, it was a bit dark. And he was like, well, what do you mean dark? And I said, I don't mean dark as a negative. Sometimes, you know, the porn that I watch is dark and kinky and I I like it. I'm just saying it was different and that's okay. Different was okay for me, but I'm really most interested in where you were and what was going on inside of you. And, you know, so let's talk about that. And so I'm going to, I'm going to leave that to, (laughs) to our, to our our own privacy. But the, the fascinating part of it was the dialogue and the discovery of what creates difference and what what creates newness and spontaneity and and I, I I was thinking about this is what made me want to share this about how you want to set the scene and you want to know everything and what's to be expected and I sort of like the unknown and a bit of spontaneity and um, the the coming together though in the conversation was really essential for my for my safety and for the freedom to explore you know within my relationship. Mm-hmm. I, and I still that. don't know whether I liked it or not. <laughs> I, I love what you're talking about, though, about dark energy versus light energy. We often associate dark with, like, bad or negative, but dark energy can be so hot. And that's yeah. the energy of, like, aggression or, like, the bad yeah. boy or bad girl energy or, you know, like, those kinds of those kinds of play are just as important for creating heat in the bedroom as, like, light yeah. and connection. And then, and then when we start to play with the, the two of them consciously, yeah. what's her surprise. And then I love that you also spoke to like, I like not, and that can be part of your container. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what's, what's going on here, but here are the things I definitely don't want to do. 
you know, like I definitely don't want X, Y, Z activity because that goes a little too far, but I'd love some of your dark energy. And then that can be completely mysterious as to what will show up in that dark energy. Well, super important what you said about dark light, good and bad, because I think some people get stuck in their own head and that's, you know, social, you know, regulation, that's childhood, that's trauma, lots of different things, but being able to, um, separate oneself from what they think might be right or wrong or good or bad and just find freedom and exploring. Um, cause dark didn't mean bad to me at all. And I said to my go, it was, it was slightly hot. I'm not sure how we feel about it yet, but it was hot and dark is dark is not a bad thing for me. Yes. You know, what I find in our culture is that we have conditioning <laughs> and programming based on our own like history. Like you just spoke to like trauma and so many people have experienced trauma and don't even know it, you know, like little, cause we always think trauma has to be really big. It can be the little yeah. things that have happened over our life. Like you're, you're a young girl developing and someone says your breasts are small or your thighs are big. Those are little pieces that get into our psyche. Yeah. And so I really believe that when it comes to sexuality, we've been conditioned and programmed to be certain ways. And that's where these blueprints came out of was what's the conditioning, what's, how is the nervous system developed? Like, I, like for example, energetics, their shadow side is going to be hypersensitivity. Too much, too quick, they short circuit, they go numb, they dissociate, freeze. Essential, like you spoke to, is going to get more stuck in their head. The, the pillow isn't right, the breath isn't right, my body's mm-hmm. not, you know, they're thinking about things. So every, every blueprint has a different kind of shadow or conditioning or programming. What I think are... And, and nobody has to do this because nobody's broken. No, all of us are whole yeah. and complete. We're not broken, like but normal orgasmic possibilities that aren't explored. There's mm-hmm. so much that just isn't explored. Yeah. Like you know, we can get into cosmic, multidimensional tantric orgasms, or we can have you know kinky subspace, way altered state of consciousness where your your pinky toe is touched and you go into quivers mm-hmm. and shivers. So there's so much that's possible. And to me, the journey essentially is about letting go of that conditioning, programming, learning how to uh, knock that out so we get to our true essence of who we are and what we are as erotic and human beings. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And also what I love about your work is um, it, it kind of is so myth-busting around stereotypes. Like, oh, so men are more, more sexual, women are more sensual. And like, I'm sure like you've, uh, how many people have done this quiz? We've had over, how many, love, my lover's here, <laughs> 150,000, something like that? Some, oh, we're over 300,000. Forget my That's life. Like, <laughs> right I mean, cool. take it. And yeah. so one of the things that I think is really interesting in what we've seen with 300 people taking, 300,000 people taking it is that men are not all sexual. Women are not exactly. all sexual. And I think that that's a stereotype of gender that we start to to break down and break apart and when you're Mm -hmm. not that like oh my gender is supposed to be sexual i can't tell you how many cock bodied cisgendered men that i've worked with who are not that they're energetic they're sensual and they're suffering so much because they're trying to fit themselves in some box that isn't Mm -hmm. who they are Exactly. I get the question so many times from clients around, oh, my partner's really performance anxious and blah, blah, blah. But it's it's interesting when you look at it from a blueprint, uh, a blueprint perspective, how much our culture is really geared towards the sexual. Like that is what is normal and anything outside of that is um, not normal. So people are just trying to squeeze themselves into this one little box when there's all these other um, areas to explore. Yeah. There's an endless, one thing I I say about sex is it's an endless world of exploration. And Mm -hmm. in order to sexual mastery, it's, it's a mindset. And the mindset is that I will never stop learning. I will never stop exploring all that is erotically possible. And it's become a personal mission Mm -hmm. of mine is like, what else? Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Vibration so much right now. It's like my new thing. So like I have this vibrating massage table and like getting on the massage table and then getting out one of those big Hitachi wands and like putting it on my face or like other places in my body and then having someone shake me on top of it 
it starts to feel like all my cells start vibrating apart mm-hmm. and I just get completely mm-hmm. orgasmic with like the whole universe, you know, that's energetic speaking here, but it's like, I go into like universal, like there's no more body. I've like been shaken apart. I don't have a body, but I, I'm one with now the universe. Mm-hmm. Love that. 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 that is so awesome. So well, I think beautiful. you're doing such an incredible service for people yeah. to help them self-discover and identify and, and it also opens up the, a great conversation. Like mm. when I was going through the through the survey with my boyfriend in bed this morning, it was just like we were kind of like giggling and we were sort of like, hmm, I'd like to know more about that. And I always love that question within the couple as well. I'd like to know more about that or tell me more about that. You know, yeah. like that simple. Yeah. Like, yeah. Opener, what a great thing. Tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, what a great thing to do during quarantine. I mean, like, take the quiz, like, and and explore it with each other. Um, I'm also doing like some prompts over on my Instagram around the intimacy building. Like, we're, we're asking each other questions, like, okay, what most turns you on? What don't I know about what turns you on? Or what what don't you know about me sexually? And just like really exploring, exploring, exploring during this isolation time. Here's a really good one with these going back and forth with each other. Tell me mm-hmm. something I like need to understand about you. Yes. You, mm-hmm. You'd like me to understand. Tell me a place you think we agree sexually. Yeah. Like the, those kinds of, I love doing those just conversations. You could also do the quiz and then talk about the blueprints. Tell me something you'd like me to understand about your blueprint. Once you, you've taken it and you start to know more about these I think it's great. Like you said, each mm. question, tell me more about that. Like when they're filling it out on the quiz, tell me more about that. That can be a really good mm. way. And then I think there was something else that I was thinking about that's just really important during this time is that we're gentle and we're compassionate with each other. And, you know, if your partner doesn't want to have sex right now, like they're going through a lot, like they're feeling a lot, like tell me how I can support you. Tell me how, yeah. you know, yeah. tell Oh, I can, I can love you in this time too, because we all respond differently. Some of our nervous systems are going to respond with wanting more sex. And some of our nervous systems are going to respond with a libido shutdown because of the hormones. So the more that Mm -hmm. we can get our hormones regulated with breath, with connection, with the things that help us regulate our our nervous system so we can then boost the sex hormones. And then the more we, either way, you know, it's like some people it's going to be lowering it and some people it's going to be boosting the other hormones, having your O vitamins, your O shots every day to boost the feel good hormones. And here's the, here's the key piece during this time to not feel guilty for feeling good. There are so many people who are saying, Oh, we're talking about that. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. That is so important as we are all redefining our norm and finding our own way i'm Mm -hmm. so happy to hear you say that i am so happy to hear you say to ask your partner how can i love you through this i mean it really comes down to what you said dialing in tuning in loving kindness i mean i've sat with my partner and just said wait a second i just want to like check in how's your heart how are you feeling how's your stress i know you're processing a lot of things at work we're all going through this we have a new structure at home with our children we're spending um more intense time together and then absolute separateness because you know of of the distancing and what we're trying to do for our own children so there's just so much going on that it requires us to we're not only slowing down in our physical activity, but slowing down emotionally to dial in and look inside and see what the hell is going on and giving ourselves permission to feel happy, to feel sad, to cry, to scream, deal, and to find joy. I, I was just talking to Megan, our my co-host here, our co-host at, uh, yesterday, about just some shitty like banter on social media. And I don't really bury myself into that because I try to keep a 360 conversation, but I'm not super interested in negative chatter. But somebody was literally like, what's with all like the joyful pics? And I'm like, I'm finding moments of joy. Like there are beautiful, joyful moments during this challenging time. Like, sorry, you're missing it. But I'm not willing to not find happiness. Right. And also sadness and love and compassion for people who are struggling. But I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gratitude, the joy, the bliss, the pleasure. It is all just as valuable as also feeling this sadness. And yes, there are people suffering and there are people who are struggling and there's a time for us to have empathy mm-hmm. and, and to go, Oh, that's hard. That's mm-hmm. sucks. And there's a time for us to go, 
and I'm going to celebrate that I'm alive and that I'm grateful and that I have a body and that I have orgasms and that I have, I have this thing that I get to mm-hmm. in and play in and we have sunshine and birds. Um, I've been reading Victor Frankl's meaning the, his book on meaning of light. What's it called? Oh, I care of it. Man's search for meaning. Man's search for meaning. And, and in this, you know, this is about concentration camps and people who were really suffering and struggling and what it meant to survive and thrive in that. And part yes. of it was agency, our own agency to go, you know what? All of this horrible is happening mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose an empowering way yes. of having agency. I'm going to find mm-hmm. things to live for and meaning and purpose. And yes. so, you know, we and get to I'm reading a book that sounds quite similar, um, different but similar in ways. Um, David Brooks, the, the Second Mountain, and it really is about that second mountain in life and that climb and fulfillment mm-hmm. and what that really means. And it's not about um, success and it's not about that first mountain that we're usually climbing to define ourselves, our family, our job, our career. It's really about getting down and deep into fulfillment. Um, and it's a book that I've been wanting to read for a long time and I've been too damn busy. So I'm very grateful for the downtime to do things that um, got away from me. And I'm also grateful for the learning moments in the self-quarantine. I'm grateful for the discovery moments with my partner. And there are reasons to celebrate during this time. And um, I'm so happy that you were able to join us and to give us um, some suggestions for what people can do to just deepen their own loving practices at home. And it's not just about sex, you guys. It's about intimacy. It's about communication. Mm-hmm. It's about discovery it's about finding moments of pleasure pleasure and joy and maybe it's sex maybe it's you know self-pleasure maybe it's about you know talking about it in a walk in the backyard like whatever it means to everyone um discovery is if we're not discovering we're, we're stuck we're not growing you know and in, in, in all of those ways so I, I love what you're doing i really love it thank you thank you so much yeah and it's been a, it's been a journey all of it's a journey and, yeah. and sometimes in the journey, we check all the boxes. Like you said, all the boxes that we think matter, the money, the success, the, mm-hmm. you know, and I hit a point mm-hmm. in my life where I checked all those boxes and then I started climbing the second mountain. Well, hallelujah. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, and not, not even that it was a climb, it was more of a like a perception shift, a realization of the truth of who and what we really are. And there's exquisite beauty in that. And what really matters? I think that's an important question. And maybe, again, another process to do when you're home with your partner, your children. What really matters to you right now? Tell me something that really matters to you right now. I love that. You know, I ask my children that, the, that those same words. I say, what are you doing that really matters? I ask my young children that because I want them to start mm-hmm. thinking about that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing that really matters? Mm-hmm. So much wisdom. I love it. Come back and visit us it. again. Come and play yes. with us again. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank well, you, stay Stay safe. We really appreciate you. And I'm going to be in touch because I'm going to, um, I'm going to spend more time, you know, just discovering my own erotic blueprint. And I think it's, it's just so fun and exciting. Absolutely. Let me know any ways I could support either one of you through this. Thank you. Seriously. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. 
It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, it's Brooke, and I have a little gift for you from my house to yours. You probably know by now that I am obsessed with health and wellness. I'm an advocate for women's health, and right now during this crisis, I know we're all stuck at home, and we're trying to find creative ways to stay healthy, happy, and fit. So I want to offer you a 25% off on my fitness app for all of the intimate knowledge Audience, just use promo code BBBodyIK. It's BBBODYIK. Let me tell you why I started my fitness app a couple of years ago. It's my way of connecting digitally with women from around the globe. I'm sharing two decades of fitness knowledge. I've got body sculpting, body lifting, toning, fat blasting, cardio burns, head to toe. Even if you don't love fitness, I can show you how to change your body and you can spend anywhere from five minutes to 40 minutes a day. It's totally up to you. We get really specific. We hit all the trouble areas and I promise you this will reshape your body. I'm showing you exactly what I do on a week to week basis. I'm doing live streaming every Monday where I'm inviting thousands of people into the privacy of my own home. Very reality show like, by the way. And it's a digital connection, which we need right now. We need to move our bodies. We need to take care of ourselves because it's the only place we have to live. I have an incredible community. I'm celebrating trainers from coast to coast. I've got workouts you can do with your partner, fitness, family fitness. I've got workouts, BFF burns that you can do with a girlfriend. You can have Facebook. FaceTime parties, however you need to get motivated. I want you to check it out. Just go to the app store, download BB Body. You can do it on your TV, your computer, your phone. And I'm right there sweating beside you. And I want to show you how important body confidence is. I want to show you how to step into your sexy self. I want to show you how to increase that sensual energy. And it all starts from within. And working out, I promise you, goes far more than just the booty. It's how we feel. It's how we talk to ourselves. It's our inner dialogue. And it's really how confident we are as we navigate this new time. So I'm here for you. I want to offer you 25% off for the next three months. By the way, the first week is totally free, no gimmicks, and live streaming is free on my app. So go over to the app store, download 
Brooke Burke Body today and take advantage of the 25% discount. Use code word BBBodyIK. I hope you come over to my house and I hope we get into the best shape of our lives together. Leila, she is amazing. She's so great. You know know what I want to do before we say goodbye to, let's take a little bit of time um, Uh just this week. And I love your suggestions about um, questions to ask each other within a partnership. And, you know, even if people aren't self-quarantining together, even if, you know, like Megan, and I wish she was with us right now, because this was really one of my favorite episodes. And I know life is happening and, you know, family first. So she's taking care of her babies right now. But... I, I want to give some people, I want to give everybody some great takeaway of things to do at home. So tell everybody what you've been doing. Cause I, it's such a oh, good okay. idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally resonate with what Jaya was saying. It's like just giving your permission, self permission to feel good in this time. It's and I, I spoke it about, spoke about it in our last episode, just that it, right now is not, it's, Seems like culturally and in society, we're not allowing people to have um, multiple viewpoints for people to really be in deep joy and really enjoying the time of isolation because of how many people are experiencing hardship. And so I wanted to give myself full permission to to feel whatever it was I was feeling because knowing there's no right way to feel in this time. Um, and I wanted to prioritize my relationship and deepen that connection. And so um, me and my husband, Ika, on Instagram, I kind of like roped him in. He didn't really know. You watch the first one. He has no idea what's going on because um, I didn't really prompt him. I just kind of started recording us while we were like laying in bed. Um, and he's like, what's, he had no idea what was going on. But anyway, I've, I have a series of intimacy building questions, which I'm posing to him and he gets to ask the same of me. And we just openly are sharing around, um, you know, all different stuff. Check it out. Um, but it's just a, a method that we're adopting to stay curious about each other um, and to learn Can you things. Give us a couple just, examples of like yeah, I mean, questions. The, yeah, I my the one that I'm doing today is actually what what Jaya said. I have it written down here. What um, this is something that you really need to understand about me and sex. And so, just disclosing. Um, just some nuances that they might not expect to, to know. Um, my first question of this series was, uh, what do I do that most turns you on? And my, and it was really interesting. I thought Ika would say something. Um, I, I thought I knew what Ika was going to say, but he actually said, like, I really love how, how um, I guess it, essentially how embodied I was or how, how much that I take charge of my own turn on um and that I really like live from that place and so that was that that was what he shared with me and I was really surprised and that he had not like not just noticed but he really appreciates that um and so I'm posing this to my my partner in the hopes that um you can do it with your partner or someone even that you're dating or even a girlfriend if you're not dating anyone and I'm really aware at this time that some people are coupled up in the actual in isolation together some people are like Megan who are who are dating and there are other people who are are together but apart during this time um I think Jaya was just saying that her partner's in the other room and so she's really missing touch because he's a little bit sick right now and so then they're not um, mingling um and so people are apart and a lot of I'm getting a lot of questions from people about how to switch it up in terms of um, their conversations, how to connect deeper whilst they're apart, um, ideas for cyber sex and how to make that a deepening that experience. And so it's just like, yeah, people are, are getting creative and looking for new ways, um, new ways to, to connect. And one of the ways that I, I am kind of posing to people around the delineation of time and space um, but when you're apart from each other, another thing you can do is have really themed conversations. Um, I do this with my partner when we're, we're either going on a date or if we're um, connecting intimately or if we've got kind of all the adulting things to to um, converse about. So it's about having like specific conversations that we deal with just that topic. So it's not all muddled together in kind of one lump. Sort of an organized and intentional dialogue. I mean, I like the commitment of that within a partnership. And I I also, um, and just listening to what you said, made me think about how many people 
um, that are together right now are separate. And yes. that's, that might be a usual disconnect within a partnership. And, you know, it makes me sad, but it's, it, it's a real thing that a lot of couples are going through right now because mm-hmm. they don't have togetherness, even though they are stuck at home self-quarantining. And this might go on for a long time. We know this is going to pass, but yeah. this is a great opportunity um, to come together in different ways and to support each other in different ways yeah and to acknowledge each other acknowledge the disconnection and to meet each other in a different space and I really feel for people whose relationships um are on the rocks right now and they're stuck at Mm -hmm. home and there's no sports to escape to and they can't go meet their friend for a drink and they can't stay late at work they don't get to um avoidance right now is is not an option anymore at home so the separateness during this time I, I just I just think everyone will benefit looking at that and the reasons why and I'm not saying you know to come together I'm saying to look at each other with honesty about what's really going on and get mm-hmm. really real and really clear yeah. Yeah, and be curious. I, I, yeah, be curious. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But what a what a special time to get to know each other. And this is children too, not just partners, families in a different yes. way. And to ask questions and to slow down enough to actually listen to the answers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, yeah, so I mean, that out. so where, where are you sharing all of that? You know, these exercises. I'm doing it on my Instagram, my Instagram okay. at loving Leela, L-I-L-A. Um, and it's, you know, Instagram TV. And they're only like four minutes long. It's just me posing the question, me and Ika answering it. And then the idea is that you either tag your partner um, so they can participate with you um, or you do it while you're in the same space, maybe over dinner or, or, you know, your intimate space that you're creating together, not in the middle of a workflow, um, but, you know consciously choosing to come together to um to deepen intimacy and and to not expect that it's going to be like all throughout your day that intimate time you know another great practice is yeah like the delineation of like intimate time versus work time versus self time but also um try not touching so much you know that's another thing is like really consciously like pulling apart to consciously come together um, even within that intentionally time. creating space. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, just some ideas. I know we're all, I'm also really available right now for support. So if, um, if, if you've got something burning, that you really want support with, I'm here for it. So, and I'm pretty active now on Instagram now that I've got it back up after it got shut down by Instagram. That's really nice to know. And I'm going to encourage everyone to do that. And I'm also going to do it myself within, um, you know, my partnership because there's so much that we can learn and it really starts with conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about that a lot. So that's, that's really good to know. And, um, you know, I think people need to take advantage of, of this moment in history right now and, and, and use it wisely. Yeah, I, I keep on thinking back to um, to that podcast that we did around dying for sex. Mm-hmm. Around um, around um, I forget her name, but she you know she she got diagnosed with cancer, and instead of like hunkering down within her relationship, she went on this whole ex, uh, sex capade um, adventure. Um, but it's interesting when you explore that when she was faced with death, she the risk. Bet- came too great to live how she was living and I think you know death death is like looming in the in the collective right now and so we really get to question like how do we want to live it and knowing that there's no right way to feel right now it's so true and I think you know this collective energy the feeling the vibe the temperature you know the culture of our world right now it's it's shifting and I think there's going to be a a real conscious shift and um Mm. I I'm looking forward to that and I'm in it. 
and I'm embracing that. And I think it, it really does matter. And I loved this episode. I, I think there are so many great takeaways and, yeah. you know, everybody, you know, stay in touch with Lila on her Instagram and also go over to Jaya.love and, and check that out and, and figure out what your erotic blueprint is, you know, do it for yourself, do it with your partner. Um, this is a really great time to experiment and to discover and, um, you know, to find new ways of staying entertained. And, you know, we're here for you. So email us. We love the emails. Keep them coming. We want to hear from you. I don't know when we'll all be together again face to face, Lila, but I'm so glad that we get to connect digitally. And I'm here for everybody as well. I'm doing a lot of um, live Instagrams. I'm doing live streaming on my app. So I'm really teaching people mm. how to move their body and boost their immune system and um, you know, find ways of feeling good. And for me, that's through exercise as well. So I'm, I'm actually splitting screen and doing lots of Instagram lives with different friends from around the, the globe, which I love and inviting thousands of people into my living room. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's the new norm right now and, and we're yeah. in it and we're better when we're together. So let's keep this yeah. going and, um, you know, stay in touch with us, everybody. And, you know, take advantage of all these little tips and, mm. um, you know, and, and bits of feel good. Find ways to feel good during this time. That That's my wish for everybody. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I'm right what do we want to create with it? I yeah, know. You too. Let's have some fun. Have a great, healthy yeah. week, everybody. Take care and stay in touch with us. And we'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. We'll yeah, be with you week. next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. Stay Bye. well. Stay free. Bye. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.